Hey guys, welcome back to Mindwave. This is Jenner. I'm going to do something a little bit different today because um, you've probably heard a bunch of different themes and recurring themes and recurring metaphors. Um, and, and these are all, it's all flowing. It's one giant, big, flowing, colorful thing, but pieces of it are starting to come into view and... Uh, and and they're starting to become real and, and tangible and, you know, things that I can put a word, you know, I, I can label that. I can say, no, this this is what this is. This is the thing that I'm getting at, um, which I didn't have, right? You know, th- this has been a, a, an incredibly <laughs> challenging process of just actually trying to put into words what, what I'm actually trying to do here. Um, the intention was always to unpack this in something that I'm calling the core. Um, and I, I never really landed on whether or not that was going to be one long episode um, or several little sessions, themed sessions. Um, and and it's, it's, I mean, it, when you hear me talk about the kinds of things that are in the core, the core ethic of MindWave. They are things that apply to almost every single thing that we do. Um, And it took a couple different people coming into my life, coming into the the MindWave universe, um, to to really get this story to start to make sense. So um, (laughs) many of my ideas... Uh, I don't know if you're one of these people, but many of my ideas come from like shower thoughts or um, just just right as I'm waking up, I'm I'm finishing a a beautiful an idea and I'm like, oh fuck yes, man, this is this. So I grab a pen and I'm like, let's go. We're gonna talk about the core today <laughs> because um, it really is the 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 first thing that was invoked for me is is this idea of alchemy, you know this um and i mean that i mean that metaphorically i mean spiritual alchemy looking for the um just the right ingredients and how to mix them together to <laughs> come up with fucking gold cosmic gold um and that's you know that reminded me instantly of my conversations with connor Durding. um because that's you know like that feels very core to me um, which th- I didn't start this really as a, as a spiritual thing. I-, I think if you'd asked me to define the word spiritual, like when I first started the show, I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have had a, a, um, an answer for like what that even is. Um, and y- you've heard that, that process, you've heard that growth in me. If you've listened to the show, like in the same way that I talk about um, God, or rather the thing that people are talking about when they use that word, um, which in my mind is incorrectly all of the time, or most (laughs) all of the time. Uh, But God, yeah, man, it's, it's so many different things and so many different ideas that are really the same thing. Um, the newest addition to the Mindwave universe on this one 
is Corey Cottrell, who just had a beautiful morning with the other day, um, and his Cathedral of Reason. I'm like, that is very much like that right there. The power of the secular cathedral, you know, the, the coming together um, under under just really core basic foundational shit that's not tied to any kind of doctrinal or sectarian uh, framework because it really is, you know, it's it's all one thing. And we're just all very different people in it. So, you know, we need <laughs> we need the cathedral. So as soon as I'm starting making notes uh, in there about needing that, I'm like, well, Boon Hem is building the Agora. We need the Agora. You know, this is another, another um, metaphor that uh, really is manifest. I've actually found this first in Connor's show, I believe, um, uh, which was really just a the the first kind of willingness to like okay the, the we need it we need a <laughs> we need a place to unpack some of the most challenging and most difficult um, things that we experience as humans. You know, we have we are a very weird animal. There are some very very cool ones and some very not cool ones. Um, and, you know, we always don't do a great job of, of getting along. Uh, in fact, that, that was it, it, that was such the, like, fluffiest way of saying, no, we're actually really bad at doing this most of the time. Um, so we do need conversation spaces like the Daily Discussion, uh, like Boone's uh, podcast now, the Far Out Wisdom uh, Project, and her Agora Project, which she is taking this idea to the extreme i'm gonna have to get her on to explain exactly what that is going to entail but it really is just about creating creating a space creating an environment for um open discourse and and she's like find me find me an afrocentrist and a white nationalist let's sit him down find me a neo-nazi and like uh uh a Hasidic Jew to like let's you know let's really like she is very much like <laughs> uh, dagger straight to the soul on that one she's a lot braver than I am um, so I'm I'm gonna use uh, some of the power and some of the fire that she's uh, inspired given me you know in in my own little way I'm not gonna go that extreme but that that is an important. Uh, Thing that should be in the core is this. Uh, I, I'm calling it the dog <laughs> from the Lego movie because it is like that. That I think is a better way to frame it for me. Um, what I'm doing here at Mindwave, um, but it really is the Agora. It's just, it's really just like a PG 13 kind of version of it. Uh, oh god, but it it's it's about you know. God, see, it all ties into everything else. This goes into the Mr. Rogers, um, there's nobody else in the whole world like you, you know, thing. It's the power of, it's the power of, of self. And it's a self that can be empowered through something like the secular cathedral. It can be empowered through uh, the daily discussion, through the Agora, through Mindwave. It's, it's, 
this is this is a, th- a thought that I had the other day and just seeing how the Yang gang kind of is fracturing or not not fracturing but redispersing I guess is a better word um and is they're seeing so much of you know throughout our po- our political discourse people um they really just want to know which which team they're on you know kind of like which which where do I stand um and there's there's been this kind of lack of personal responsibility that's that's dropped out of our political discourse where um we're not actually talking to each other we're talking past each other uh and we're using we're using versions fictional versions of each other to do it um which is super not helpful like humans uh, are organized into tribal like structures for a reason this is something that emerged as a good thing um throughout the course of our our evolution um in terms of fostering collaboration between you know larger and larger numbers of people and the the village can only get so big um in terms of i forget the actual number but the actual number of people that you can know and see like you'd recognize them in your in your village that's where you've been your whole life it's it's god it's something around like a hundred people or something that you can really only communicate and foster collaboration between like something like that without something like the power of the story the power of myth um you harari talks about this a lot (laughs) that's the thing that allows us to do it that's that's allow what allows a species of monkey that can usually not get along in groups any longer any larger than a few dozen to a hundred that thing the thing that we're doing here um, is what allows us to collaborate on on the level of like millions hundreds of millions billions of people this is how this is how you get collaboration work there and it takes it takes a mirror you know sometimes which is another thing that i keep invoking again is the fucking mirror um because you need to look in at yourself and and need to be that mirror for others as well um as a kind of this whole part of my core there's a personal responsibility in there for yourself and for the people that you care about in your life as well i mean i think i think if you genuinely care some about somebody you have a responsibility to to hold the mirror when you need to be um you know and this is Oh, see, I, I didn't know how, how much I wanted to get into um, personal stuff because, well, I mean, I've had I've had full on breakdowns on the show, so it's it's fine. But. Um, there's um, before I shift because it's. I, I am I'm gonna come back to Jesse because <laughs> this, this one's special. Um but you know, invoking that whole Mr. Rogers, there's nobody else like you. You really like be yourself. Um show your show your true colors. Um, which I'm I'm finding my own way to save that is it is shine in your own wavelength. <laughs> uh and it can be an out there fucking uh it can be an out there color of light, man. Um and this is this comes to me from Chandler, Chandler Bryant, another very a new addition to 
the universe. Um, he's a really interesting guy, man. I, I can see that he he's he struggles like that with with that, like I do, um, in terms of you know, like well, how hot pink do you really want to be? <laughs> you know what I mean? How how loud and out there and uh, you know just like total. Wait, he he invoked this whole let not left not right forward or up thing up, uh, which I very much dig uh, as a as a just a a fundamental shift in how we're we need to go into a di- another plane. We need to go like left and right and forward and back. Like we're still playing in two dimensions. We we have three to play in, so we can go up. Uh, but this was actually something that just now in my notes, like fifteen minutes before recording this, that if uh, <laughs> see this is another cool one. If you go forward hard enough, you actually will go up, and uh, this is how space travel works. Um, because you can't go just like the the amount of fuel. Okay, for a rocket to go directly up into space, just like straight out, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. You have to go at an angle. Uh, you have to use Newton's cannon uh, metaphor. And if you aren't familiar with Isaac Newton, <laughs> the guy, his cannon metaphor, um, it is it invokes that here for me too, because he, in his in the in this elementary school version of the story that you get, his apple popped him on the head, and he saw the moon. He's like, "Oh my gosh, gravity! That's totally." <laughs> uh, we, we need to get the better story out there. Um, he was actually thinking about cannonballs, um, and it's this is something that he noticed apparently after watching an apple fall from a tree uh, from a distance. <laughs> uh, did not monk him on the head and he went Eureka because that's uh, you know that's the six year old version but he reasoned um, that you know you, you have let's say you have a cannon and you fire a cannonball it'll go out on an arc it'll go out forward and it'll slowly drop down to the ground and if you fire it harder and harder, and the it will go, the cannonball will go just a little bit further, just a little bit further, before it drops down to the ground again. But there is a speed, there is a speed at which you can fire that cannonball, where it will go off, and the rate at which it starts to fall from the earth starts to play with the actual curvature of the earth. So. You can fire something out of a cannon so hard that it will fall around the Earth essentially forever, and we call that an orbit. You know, so it. it but that's how that's how we get up. Uh, so if my snarky little Andrew was wrong teaser thing, which pissed some people off. I'm sorry. I thought it was cute. Um, it really is both. Like it's, the way to go up is by pushing as fucking hard for it as we possibly can uh and i love invoking newton's canon in this because it's such a fucking space nerd um and that is that is very much like how we like the math that isaac newton could do <laughs> to reason that uh that 
that got him to reason that that's what the moon is doing actually the moon is falling around the, the earth in the exact same way like that cannonball he didn't have the inkling that um it is almost literally that because the thing up there in the sky that we're calling the moon is the is the aftermath it's the debris from another small planet uh, a mars-sized object in the early solar system uh, we call it thea t-h-e-i-a-i-e i don't know um, but this was a, a this was a smaller world that hit the the infant earth well before it had water or any, any of that other blood there's just a lots of melty rocks basically but it kicked this all this crap up into the up into an orbit you know it blasted this shit into space and then it, it slowly coalesced in, into a ball like gravity does with large shit and uh, just continued its continued firing, you know, like it's, it's its trajectory around the fucking earth. It is that cannonball uh, and it's actually doing something really cool and kind of sad at the same time because um, it's it's getting further away. It's getting it's um, it will eventually become smaller than uh, it, it'll eventually become too small to do an eclipse to fully eclipse the sun which is which is weird to think about there will be a last eclipse on earth um i don't know how i got down into this particular rabbit hole but it's it's a fucking beautiful one i don't this isn't even in my notes but uh but yeah the the moon is is moving away from the earth um as, as since it got blasted away from it since it we gutted ourselves and chucked you know a bunch of earth guts it's basically earth guts um but it's 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 slowly moving away from us at, at about the same rate that our fingernails grow which is a really really weird fact but it's true uh we can measure that. That's measurably true. We know in uh, throughout the Apollo program, one of the uh, one of the cool things that they did while they were up there. Uh, I mean, everything that they did while they were up there was super fucking cool. But one of the cool things that they did was they placed these um, retro reflectors, highly reflective um, little panels in predictable places on the moon where they could shoot lasers at it. They, they talk about this and um, this will probably remind many people of that big bang theory episode where they did, where they did that. They were firing lasers off the moon to measure, you know, how long it takes the light to bounce back. And that tells you an exact distance because light has an exact speed. Um, So I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea how we got on the moon, Uh, but it's great. The great is the 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 it the moon is illuminating it it lights up the darkness, um or it it fucking would if we didn't do that ourselves. Um, I would really like maybe for just like all power on Earth to go out for like a month or something, <laughs> uh, so that people could see the natural lighting state of our world. It, it's insane. It, it's absolutely insane what what can be seen by the light of the full moon if you if that's the only source of light that's out there how how easily you you adapt to that um and and how how much of the sky you can actually fucking see uh when all the other bullshit isn't in the way when all the light pollution is in there 
oh man, I just invoked another fucking metaphor. Uh, and it totally ties into like the be louder than the asshole in the room who's trying to dehumanize you. I've invoked that several times. And it's just like that's that's light pollution. We just need to. I'll work on that one. I, I'm horrible at mixing my metaphors, but that that kind of is light pollution. Um, in along this whole thing of people shining like the weird and fucked up, bizarre stars that they are, um, we need to embrace that. You know, shining in our own in our own wavelength and being our self thing and. Um, and in combining that with the mirror, you know, holding it up to ourselves and, and holding it up to each other. And, you know, yes, this ties a, a, a little bit into my one of my last conversations with Chandler that is not up yet. Uh, I think I w- this was actually in an after show because the the last political shitstorm episode that I recorded with him and Phil got totally desynchronized. I worked on it for three hours and it still got messed up. But it's it ties into the humanity first voices thing, and it ties into candy magic. I mean, it's like everything is is this growing, moving, evolving kind of web of interconnectedness <laughs> as as far as like how the show's going. Which I it's again like it's overwhelming seeing it all come into color, all seeing it all click into place seeing all the little Lego characters that I'm collecting in my big dog head uh, is just, uh, it really is, it's, it's fucking fantastic. And I can't, I can't, I can't stress that enough. Um, but it, it's, it's about, you know, realizing who you are and what you are and, uh, and reclaiming that and owning it and, and owning it and not, not allowing yourself to be embarrassed by yourself. Uh, this show is the perfect example of that for me. It's been very therapeutic. It's been like this is this has been basically my therapy for <laughs> for a good hot minute. And I have broken down on the show. I have embarrassed myself. I have been too drunk. I have cried too much I have repeated myself or gotten some you know words mixed up or whatever just because it's again I've been I've been doing most of this in kind of a fugue state on uh totally just like the whole concept of a sleep schedule is gone my circadian rhythm sounds like fucking jazz About like noodly with no fucking uh, no fucking rhyme or reason to it. Uh, and if you're a jazz fan and that that felt shitty, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I recognize the value of jazz, but in terms of uh, that shit is not like a, a quick, nice and easy four four one two three four. Uh, you know, jazz does some weird shit, and uh, my circadian rhythm is doing that. So it. You know, I, I've been making the show at various stages of consciousness and sobriety. So I'm very well aware that, like, I have fully embarrassed myself. And you guys have to you guys have to realize that I, I have to listen to everything and edit it before I put it up. So I'll be coming back to these moments where I'm just totally embarrassing myself and making an ass out of myself. 
And I keep them in. Like I specifically, I'm like, no, this is great. This is this is a, an opportunity for growth for me. Um, and I, I kind of started to allude to this earlier, and I got sidetracked. But Connor and I actually had a a disagreement. Um, or it wasn't really it it. If you were looking at it from the outside, it it looked like a fight. Uh, and th- this is something that came up uh, contention between actually between between him uh chandler and i over health and wellness and medicine and food um and this is an area that i've been very passionate about for a long time he's very passionate about it too but we we're seeing uh we're coming from different places there so there was a there was a tiff there was um you know it I mean, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell this part because it's, it's, it's illuminating. I know, I know personally, um, and Chandler, I, I hope you know that you, you can be hard to deal with. And that's one of the reasons that I love you so much. You're abrasive as fuck and edgy as fuck. And that's one of the main things about me bringing you into this project aside from, I mean, really the, the philosophical places that we're going to go the scientific places that we're going to go. Um, but it, it, it took that, like seeing it for me that like, Oh, there, there was a contention there between, between Connor and Chandler. And I, I had to step up and kind of try to be the, uh, moderator of sorts or whatever and kind of deescalate, which did not, it it escalated again before it deescalated. But, um, you know, within within five ten minutes, I was on. You know, did this is Connor left the group, and he was just like a blah blah blah, and it it, it very much felt like a potential uh, bridge burning moment. And w- no, but within ten minutes, we were on the phone. We were apologizing and saying like, you know, I love you, man. And, and he had this moment of saying that like, you know, framing it framing it as a as a fight, as our first fight. And I was like, no, man, this this was this was a. A beautiful emergence. This is a way that we've never interacted before. Um, and he was—he's going. God, I'm so—I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, bro, don't be embarrassed. Uh, and Connor, I—I I hope if you're listening to this, you're not being like, bro, why are you telling everybody I was embarrassed, bro? I'm like, cause I embarrass myself all the fucking time. <laughs> I embarrass myself all the time, man. You just just need to fucking own it, cause I know you. I know you better than you know you. Uh, on on some things uh as pretentious and douchey as that sounds um but it i it feels certainly that way for me um so like i said that did not feel it, it certainly felt energetic um but it didn't feel like a fight it felt like we were getting at something really important um in along that lines of along the mirror along shining in your own wavelength and being who you are and uh you know, if you have a crazy color of light, like um, like me or Chandler, uh, it's it's not always going to hit everyone um, the same. You know, it's I mean by by default. It's so we're, we're we are used to people not uh, seeing us for who we actually are, um, and I, I I mean that sentence about all of us um, humans. We're used to not being seen for what we really are and really just what we're what we're kind of shallowly putting out there for uh you know uh, the little 
lapel pins and, and wristbands and, th- and things that we kind of try to, <laughs> and this is my personality, um, you know, so much of how we deal with each other in society today, I, I feel like is, is like that. It's a shallow kind of, no, I'm going to, you know, self-censor, filtering, um, and this is, Chandler's one of the, those people helping me smash the filters, helping me um, just break down the walls there. And, and it's, it's, it makes for great conversation and and great productivity because, you know, but it is very raw and it's edgy and it's, it's, it can be uncomfortable, but it's something that we need to embrace, um, wholeheartedly. Uh, where the hell am, am, am I here? Because, (laughs) Uh, I just I just woke up and and started scribbling notes because I'm like, oh fuck! I mean, I'm 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 getting at the core here, and I've never recorded the core. I've never recorded really anything for the core. So I, you know, but it's again, it's all so very much like right now. Everything's coming into color with with Jesse Rogers and Resurgent Us and the Candy Magic thing and the Joy Machine. All of it is kind of manifesting <laughs> itself in a really beautiful way, um, and it's overwhelming. It's 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 definitely overwhelming, and it's it makes me feel more vulnerable than I've ever felt in my entire life. Um, not to the point where I've taken something down. Uh, I I haven't gotten to that point yet or not even to the point that I've really thrown an audio recording away um I've saved everything that we've ever gotten um it the stuff that I've been able to save anyway but I think that you know I'm, I'm creating my own time capsule to uh one day years down the road uh when we're on season whatever I can go back and binge watch this whole show from the beginning and watch myself grow, um, and watch my friends grow, and and see see uh, like almost like a prequel, you know, you seeing the characters meet for the first time, seeing uh, seeing me mention so and so's name to so and so else for the first time, knowing that like by then they're they're besties, you know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be very trippy for me, um, but very illuminating. In in this whole this whole process, whatever I've been going through, um, this growth process, let's call it. Um, but it's in this uh, in this thing of of finally sitting down to talk about the core. I was like, well, fuck! I have notes and notes on the core. I have lots and lots of notes on the core, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't find. Uh, the big one, um, one of the one of the things that I am uh, going to do with uh, I I discovered this actually it was an idea that came up in my last conversation with Chandler because I'm trying to get him very much to take notes as well, and I just have all these crazy notes and I've never known what to do with them, um, and it, you know just recompiling and everything is super hard, but they're they're fun notes and they're they're illuminating, so I'm actually going to digitize them. I'm gonna I'm gonna scan them all once once they're done, 
and then they're going to go into an archive and then you'll be able to see <laughs> you'll be able to see in real time you know like what what my notes were for that conversation if it's tied to a specific episode you know like I'll tie it to that and that will be one of the things as the as the friends of the show that you get to see an, an added layer to this whole um this whole process because it is a super fucking like growth process but uh, I I couldn't find um one of the notebooks I was looking for but oh man I pulled this one out and the first thing right on there the first thing line one reclaiming the circle and I went holy shit how did I find how did I forget about reclaiming the circle I mean that really was my first core episode and it was episode two of the show I'm pretty sure it was episode two if I'm not mistaken and that that is this was humanity first before humanity first was a thing this was like me invoking you know the 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 philosophy of ubuntu kind of filling me with that like ultimately like mindwave needs to be a campfire for people to sit around again we need to have a circle of friends that we can we can share and learn and grow together uh and i had totally fucking forgotten about you know framing this as reclaiming the circle which we are reclaiming tons of shit now uh we are reclamation experts <laughs> or we will be because um you know we're we're reclaiming patriotism we're reclaiming the rainbow we're reclaiming masculinity um and that's that's another thing it's like we're we're taking back something that's already there um, this is why I love Jesse's, uh, Jesse's name of resurgent us, because this is, this is a resurgent thing that's coming back. We're getting, we're getting back to who we really are. We're getting back to our roots and finding, finding the language and the themes, uh, just throughout the course of all these different conversations, just finding, finding the, the, the language, getting it to come into, uh, interview into into the story that's what it's ultimately what it is um the mind wave story <laughs> is being told in real time how trippy is that um and it's going to be a great one to go back and and relive i can just already i already know that this is going to be just one of the best one of the best things ever I mean, for me, it's just been so healthy and so phenomenally helpful, and I've met so many wonderful people, um, and and introduced so many wonderful people to each other. You know, like that's another thing. Like Boone and Connor. Now, I'm like, yes, we are all three besties. Y'all didn't know each other, but I was like, ooh, ooh, girl, get over here, <laughs> Connor, meet this crazy bitch, uh, and. Oh man, I love it. I just I I love every second of this and um I just I I wish there was some magical thing that I could do to make it so that I could operate 10 times faster and just not have to sleep. <laughs> um so that I could get through this stuff and I could participate in in things. I can uh you know, I I have this fucking like <sighs> really painful thing actually because and it it's almost always pops up um 
with something Chet Gaines is sharing because it's something clearly that very deep and very cool and very like I'm I'm so sucked into that. But like my my list, my growing list of Chet Gaines links is is huge because like I'll go like yes, oh my god, this is, sounds so cool, and then it's like an hour and a half lecture, and I'm like. Oh my god! I don't have time to do this right now. Let me let me find let me find somewhere to squeeze this in. So, I a lot of this is just going to be playing catch up. I I just I'm <laughs> this thing is moving faster than me. Um, and I'm I I just got to find a way to to speed it up. And I honestly, really, guys, like the number one thing that would help that um is actual help. Uh, I know with season one um, kind of falling apart a little bit or almost kind of crumbling. Um, it was because of my initial team model, which didn't, it didn't work. It, it just didn't. The expectations were too high. The um, the returns on the show are next to nothing um, now, and that's not a dig at you. But... Um, you know, it does cost quite a bit to to at least so let's say Zencasters I think twenty bucks a month and Podbean's fourteen. So like right there, that's like thirty four bucks off the top of anything that comes into the show. Um automatically that thirty four gets taken off just so that we can actually record. And then on top of that, I, I have, you know, other and rerouting things to support other creators that I believe in too. Um, and this this is something that like I feel more and more compelled to even it's weird because I feel compelled to do it more now that I have even less. And I'm like, well, this is not sustainable, sir, and you do not have a, a, a income, so stop that shit. Uh, but yeah, I, like I uh, Chandler was uh, it, bouncing back really, really, really bad uh, in our conversations. And I was like, bro, you need headphones. And it was like, I don't have headphones. And I was like, well, fuck. I guess I'm going to buy you some headphones. So I bought him some fucking headphones, uh, which got eaten by a dog like a couple hours afterwards, which is, it's fine. It fucking happens all the time. But it really is that. It's like, like, Everything that that goes into this um, is literally going back into this and going out um, to others to try and bring as many people into this conversation as possible. And I am going to have to do a follow-up with Jereen uh, to see how she is liking her microphone. Let's see if she's created anything cute and interesting with it. I hope I hope so. And, and I hope that if you have any kind of basic recording setup out there, wherever you are, really, really take Jesse's advice on this. Just record yourself. Just record yourself and listen back to it. Um, and especially at, at your good moments, your best moments, uh, record those moments and listen back to them and to, and to remind yourself of who you really are um, when you need to be reminded in your worst moments. And it, I, And I kind of have to... I have to build on on Jesse's vision of defeating your dementors and recording and listening to yourself when you're at your best. I think I think you should do it when you're at your worst too. Because in the same way 
that you need the best you to remind <laughs> the worst you that you're not that person. It goes both ways. We need to, when we're doing good, we need to listen back and re- and and remember, remember, and actually, because it's us, it's our own voices. We can feel how broken we were, and we know, hey, we're not that person. We're we we've we've grown beyond that. So. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to call this yet, and uh, I'm not crying. Jesse, I'm not crying. <laughs> but I, I I think it's both, brother. I think it's, uh, god damn, do we need both, uh, and so much of it. Um, and this was the inspiration for this episode, the core today, was just like getting that, getting that just down as as a philosophy <laughs> that's going to change the world. Oh, I cannot stress enough the power of of this just for me, just for myself. Um fuck yeah, I was listening back over to uh to my conversation with Corey Cottrell and it was like, yeah, you know, like this is for me. Like <laughs> it was like uh, on his uh sunrise challenge, which I kept using the word sunset because it was like uh awake for like twenty three hours or something and probably had a few sketches. But no, it it is that. It's like I am totally doing this for me. I'm so glad that like other people are listening to it and enjoying it and participating in it with me because that's what fucking makes the magic man that's like this is the cathedral that everybody gets to come to this is the sandbox we get to play in this is the crazy land of mixed metaphors uh and 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 giant lego dog heads and and crying man (laughs) and embarrassing ourselves because that's what it is to be fucking human yeah, being a human is fucking embarrassing. Like, <laughs> we are the one of the most embarrassing animals on fucking Earth. Uh, I think we're probably one of the only animals who can get really embarrassed like that. Um, but I, I don't think we should be afraid of that. I think, I think that we should. Uh, you know, those are all moments. Those are all moments in time. They're all. <sighs> and uh, one day, one day, I'm gonna get around. I. I, this is another thing that was brought up in an episode that hasn't gone up yet because editing. Um, you know, I I probably will go back uh, someday and listen to my like sad boy poems from when I was a teenager that are so fucking cringy, but it <laughs> it uh it really is that fuck. I had um I had a double back. I had a flag and a double back, and then I I fucking lost it. Just being human, man. It's it. This is this is exploring the human the human experience has been kind of like the tagline without really being a tagline for like a while now. I think maybe since the beginning. Um cuz that's what it is. You know, we're we're just exploring what it is to mean to be us and to be alive and and we don't have to be you know th- that thing in the back of our head going like oh my god why would you oh, we beat ourselves up so bad you guys you know you know you do this if you embarrass yourself you beat yourself up so bad and if you're if you're somebody like me you'll have it on repeat in your head like the fucking macarena until you want to blow your brains out if you're as bad as yeah i am on that front uh, or as i was as i was fucking past tense you guys fucking past tense 
because I don't live like that anymore. And it's it took it took this platform, it took this experiment, uh, and it took everything kind of fall, falling together into this beautiful thing. That's like I'm I am not only am I fine with the fact that I've like totally lost it and broken down and you know on the show and embarrassed myself because I'm like this this is this is just yeah it, that that was a very long-winded of way of saying that like be okay just with who you are you know and um and that's every moment of it uh, the good the bad uh don't dwell on the bad stuff certainly uh, it's, we got to go back to Jesse on that one again you know, record yourself at your best. <laughs> uh, definitely record yourself at your best. Um, but even if you do record yourself when you're closer to your worst, it'll still be really helpful um, for you to hear yourself and hear where you were in that moment and kind of, you know, be be your own mirror of reflecting, like, well, where am I now? Um so it goes both ways. It really goes both ways. And that's really, I think, how I'm going to close out this this episode of The Core, which I'm going to have to continue. Um, I think they are just going to be little sessions like this, uh, recurring recurring sessions. We'll call them sermons. I'm going to take you all my to church. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love you, Corey. Thank you so much for bringing bringing the gospel of Jesus into my heart on this one, man. Because, uh, oh, man, that was such... Oh, I cannot wait to go to church. <laughs> so so this, this is my challenge to you, the listener. If, if you have been on this journey with me, um, even if you're you know, fairly new listener and you haven't been here since the very beginning and, and seen really what what I mean by, holy shit, how far this this project has come. Um, that's the one thing that I want you to take away from this is record. Record your thoughts, people. Um, and do it for you. Do it personally. Um well, like I said, this is a diary for me. It's just I'm an open book. I don't fucking care who reads my diary because um, there's some funny shit in there and some cool shit and some fucking sad shit. And, like, there's, you know, it's that that power just of, like, getting it down there. You can do this with pen and paper. Do this with your voice if you possibly can with headphones and a microphone. It's another experience. Um, <clears throat> video is great. I'm I am not a video person. Um, I I don't think I'll be able to quite get over seeing myself on camera. Um, anytime soon. It took me a while to kind of get over hearing my own voice and like, okay, this is just whatever. Um, so I'm not like that with video yet. But if you are somebody who's like that just record stuff record it for you record your best thoughts and your best ideas man and um if you have a way to to spread them and share them which you do it's called mindwave um then do that because that process of 
of recording your thoughts and sharing them is like so super healthy and so super therapeutic. Like it's so cathartic. I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. So if you've ever thought about getting into this or anything like it, starting a YouTube channel or a blog, do it, do it in me, do it yesterday, do it immediately because it's going to be so transformative and so powerful. And when, when you start to see it come back, it's going to, it's going to change your fucking life. Like words, I don't have words. I don't have words for that. I mean, I, I, I've had lots of tears for that, but, um, I, I really don't, I don't have words for how good this feels. <laughs> and, uh, I want to share that. So you should try it. Like, really 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 you should try it uh, if you haven't yet because you'll oh man this is just so beautiful I just want to share it with you <laughs> I love you stranger listener whoever you may be um, I'm really hoping that I'm going to be able to make it um, to the church of reason tomorrow morning uh, oh my god oh, I just said tomorrow <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. That was racist against Canadians. That was just the fucking funniest thing. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> Sunday, um, Church of Reason in Minecraft. Uh, I have to get in there, and uh, so we're gonna record that. If I if I can find my way in there to wander around in fucking Minecraft land, um, and see this beautiful fucking thing that he built in there. Um, then that should be one of the one of the next episodes that goes up because it, it's like God, God it's gonna be cool. He's gonna give me a tour. <laughs> He's gonna give me a tour of his little like Church of Reason and the like the little paths, and I I have to see the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> I was already like I've never even played Minecraft, but I was like, oh bro, I got to do like Rainbow Road from like Mario Kart. I gotta make some like crazy like rainbow stairs that like go up to some weird shit in the clouds. <laughs> and it's gonna look like Cloud Cuckoo Land from Lego Movie, and it's gonna be the tits. <laughs> oh my god! Afterthought: How cool of a fucking sandbox project is that gonna be? God, see, like I wish I fucking had time, man. There's not enough time. There's not enough fucking hours in the day. Not enough days in the week. Not enough weeks in the year. Um, which is a weird kind of double thing to feel because I also feel like oh my god can we just like just get it over with uh, but you know this this was uh, I, I feel a, a healthy impromptu unpacking of the core that that has been a long time coming um, I don't know why I've never I mean just, I kind of do it's it's the fact that these notes and notes and notes and notes and notes and notes and notes are stacking and then also new ideas are coming and new people are coming in. Uh, so it's just, uh, it's going to take a minute to get me like streamlined, but, um, Oh, Oh, the, um, the, 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 uh, back to that <laughs> briefly, which we will actually, uh, close it out on there because I said that like, you can help me, <laughs> uh, accelerate this process and you can absolutely. Um, and it doesn't have to be with money. Um, I mean, 
like money's great we need it to make the show and to live and eat and pay rent and all of that but um you know i i very much have to have that lego movie ethic of like if you think if you think you you you're seeing what i'm trying to do and you think that you have um a particular set of skills that might be useful um then please like come on board man come on board and um you know like if i could find somebody just to help me like just little shit like running the youtube channel um the the youtube channel would be a great example of somewhere that you could actually help um because right now it's kind of a chaotic mess it's like a bunch of stuff is missing um you know there's a bunch of these auto shares versus like actual videos but um you know, I'm just barely starting to get it organized into playlists and stuff. Um, but I'd really like to have it set up to like where like the notes for each episode, there's like links and stuff and there's cards at the end of the video. There's links to like the next video and like all that shit. I am not a YouTuber, you guys. I want to stress that so much. I became a podcaster for a reason. I am not a fucking YouTuber. We need to have a YouTube channel, but... um Oh my god, that's exhausting. Um, but we're 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 going uh we're going real on the YouTube shit. Like we I made that very clear. We're not monetizing over there. We're not running the ad bullshit over there, so you will never have an episode of Mindwave interrupted uh by a fucking ad. Um which I hope you appreciate. And if you do, again, you can help that way. You can become a friend of the show. Um I have to do support pitches more. I don't like doing them, you guys. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't like doing them. Uh, but they absolutely like need to happen um, to keep this going. To keep to also to to get you to like realize what your potential here is. Um, the power of like a dollar. If you were to sign up at the at the thank you tier on Patreon and give me one dollar a month, you have no idea. Uh, how much that specific that specific dollar specifically from you will help make this happen. Um, and I am thrilled to to share, you know, when people do support the show, like I'm calling them my friends for a reason, the friends of the show. Um, I'm so happy to share, you know, with you guys that like they added their contribution here too. Um, and so, there's going to be lots of domains. There's going to be lots of different places for um, for you to shine. You know, especially in the Mindwave universe. Um, the, the website is, oh man, I don't even know what to do there because it's 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 <clears throat> it's starting to come together, uh, but it's not like my vision isn't um, like I think all the pieces are there. I just. Uh, Oh, what's what's the world? It it's like Minecraft, which I've never played Minecraft, but I I know that that's how you big build big leave it in. Uh, that's how you build big shit. And Minecraft is you get a lot of people together, kind of like just in there and uh, whacking around with blocks and chisels or whatever, or however the fuck that works. Um, 
and that that's what really needs to happen there um, before before that can really kind of take off and be the thing that I know that it's going to be. Um, it's just, you know, yeah, it's a whole thing, but, um, I'm, I'm going to want to pull back from, in terms of like fostering communication, collaboration, all those, the deeper ways to connect, all of those are going to happen on my own site. I'm, I don't, you know, like Facebook is okay, it's great, but like really the thing I'm trying to do over here is better. I just need to find a better way to communicate that to you, uh, the listener, that I have big plans over there, and it's uh, it's not something I can do by myself, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. So if you have, if you have a background in WordPress or graphic design uh, or Reddit, for example, Reddit is an, is another somewhere that Mindwave is not at all. Um, but if we had like a Reddit person who could like go over to the Reddits and like just have fun with the Mindwave Reddit uh, and engage there and run polls and that kind of thing, like that would be a, a phenomenally helpful way for us to uh, to grow together. Um, and that doesn't, it's, it's just, you know, your time and your passion and your energy. So like find something that, uh, that you would be interested in doing like, uh, God, I I don't, I don't even know designing thumbnails for the, uh, the, some of the special YouTube videos or something that's just like make everything nice, look nice, all pretty or, um, discord, Jenner, discord, (laughs) discord. Or uh, you know, help me get the <laughs> help me get the website off the ground because I'm literally doing it with like Windows 98 level HTML skills um, in WordPress with a bunch of plugins, and it's a little crazy, but it's it's it it works. <laughs> it works. I got it to it's, it's uh, ghetto rigged together for sure. Uh, it's being held together with um, bubble gum and scotch tape, but it's it's fine. It's great. It's only going to get bigger and better. The uh, the more people are in there, you know, it's we gotta populate it. We gotta populate the universe, and there's nothing happening over there. So that'll be my final little adieu. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and helping me on this, you know, unpacking of what this is, what what the core mission of what I'm trying to do here is, and uh, I hope that um. It, it's become apparent if you've listened to the show for a long time. Hopefully that was already obvious, but um, having it in one episode, uh, at least a start to the conversation of what are really, what are the core values? What's the core mission? Um, thank you for participating in that with me because it, it again, it was a long time coming and uh, it's, it's going to be a long time going. Continuing? Yeah, done. Okay, I'm going to go. This has been fantastic. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Um, very, very, very soon. I, I have to figure out now how to get into Minecraft. <laughs> I have to find a 10-year-old to teach me how to 
tame a horse in Minecraft so that I can go to church tomorrow with Corey. It's going to be great. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You have a really good taste in podcasts, clearly. So you probably also have a good taste in friends and know somebody who would enjoy the show as much as you do. So share the love. It's what we're all about. Special thanks to the friends of the show who make it possible. Rob J. Wilson, Corey Wilcox, Phil Ord, Travis Meyer, Heather Cook, Julia May, and Boone Hemp. Join the MindWave universe at mindwave.media to be a part of the MindWave journey with us. Also, make sure to check out the other content creators in the MindWave sandbox and please help us support their work. Give us a follow on Twitter at MindWavePodcast. If you think I'm cute, you can follow me at MindWaveJenner. And if you think I'm annoying, wait until you see my Twitter at MindWaveJosh. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. The Mindwave Podcast is produced by Studio Stargazer. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. <laughs>